0: From the Ron McKee Free Podcast Network, I'm Isaiah Castilleja, and this is Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. In this episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0, Coach Arnold talks to us about... The best approach to using technology as a strength coach. Advice on how to build successful and sustainable business and how looking back on old programs can help you continue to develop as a strength coach. All this on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Purge delivers velocity-based training, no strings attached, Perch was engineered at MIT and uses compact 3D cameras to monitor and manage weight room performance without being a distraction. Perch is a VBT built for the 21st century. Attach Perch to any weight rack in minutes. While you lift, Perch uses cameras to passively collect velocity and power data, output in real time, and store it in post-workout analysis. Perch is a revolutionary and innovative sports technology device that enhances workouts, reduces injuries, and saves time. Perch works with every level organization from the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the military, D1 through high school, the private sector, and the home gym. Perch is portable, easy to install, and intuitive to use, making it ideal for every facility and every training goal. No more pre-workout setup, no more wearables, no more broken strings. Set Perch up once, optimize every rep, every set, and every training session. Train with increased precision and measure and manage your progress every step of the way. For exclusive deals and offers, head to Perch.fit/Chalk. Again, that's Perch.fit/Chalk to check out deals, exclusive offers, and see how Perch can help take your program to the next level. the iron game chalk talk 2.0 podcast is brought to you by play listen in on a conversation with plays global director of performance and education coach mike buley coach buley describes the vision of how play will continue to be the company that will propel the innovation of the strength and conditioning profession forward
1: well after 22 years of, of coaching i've learned that connection Trump's communication and that it's not enough for coaches to know that you care. And I think you got to take that a step further. They need to experience that you care. And I've always been a coach that tried to be more tra- uh, transformational than transactional. And so with that awareness in mind, too, I always enjoyed working and learning and talking to other people and, and coaches and developing that camaraderie I've always been, made myself available to the community because I remember how hard it was too to try to get a crack into this this profession and uh, I promised myself if ever I was given a shot I would never take advantage of that I always allow myself to uh, help other people uh, chase their dreams in this profession because so it's been very good to me.
0: Play is a company that will help your strength conditioning program find solutions for all your needs. Review second best and check them out at play.us for more information. Definitely. Now you mentioned force plates and that's another fun piece of tech. Um, you want to talk about it, like what, what ones you're using in your business and How you go about it, because I know a lot of force plates, it's either just raw data and you good luck at interpreting it or you're you're paying a subscription for the software that interprets it for you and lays it out.
1: Yeah. So we got the VALD, V-A-L-D-L, VALD um, bilateral um, wired wired force plates. We also have on our staff at Power & Grace, our, our um, coordinator of sports science is Jake Slayton. Jake graduated with his master's in exercise science from East Tennessee State, about with Olympic weightlifting being the focus. So, Yes, we're paying for the software for them, but he's also interpreting all of that and 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 smashing it down today that we can use. We, we're also partnered with a couple other people that are helping us, do, you know, do some do some testing on our athletes regularly. But we we use those force plates and our we've just started using them, but we use them ultimately to to basically affirm firmware we think we already know, similar to VBT. Like I think I know that Jordan just needs to speed up from the knee to the hip. And I know that she creates great force at the hip, but I needed to create that great force faster. Um, and so we, we just use the force plates a lot of time to test and retest to see if we're actually creating the, that, the stress we're inducing or actually creating the change that we're looking for. Um, and so it's, it's more like, I know that those things can be used for a ton of things. We're really using them to identify that minutia and also, um, affirm or unaffirm if we're not progressing in that minutia. So it's not something we use every day. It's not something that is, I, I don't, I foresee us doing all of our lifts on or any of that. It's just something that we'll use periodically to, to identify what the next growth metric is. And if we're actually growing in that area. Definitely. And
0: where are you finding, and I know it's all out there and I know it's just simple to go look it up, but you um, know, you made a, a conscious decision a few years ago, be like, all right, like I'm gonna bring in something VBT and then create like this program that's you know works for your athletes, and then you know, I mean, you got a nicer sports science setup than I've seen at a lot of colleges, and um, you know, and you're implementing it at, at a very efficient high level, you know, in high school and middle school, and even in your in your personal practice. Like, where did you When did it click for you? Like, all right, like there's something to this. Cause you, like you said, you nailed it. Like the coach's eye is the number one, one, and you're like, this just validate what I'm seeing. Um, you know, where did you, where did it
1: click for you? Like, let's, let's go in on this. I with VBT. Um, I mean, five or six years ago, I remember listening to had to have been a podcast. Or something that Brian Mann got on and started talking about it. And the way that he formulated the concept of what BBT was, I mean, immediately I was like, I was like fascinated. And so I do what every obsessive compulsive strength coach does when that happens. And I gobbled up for like everything I could. I read his book and then I started reading articles and then I started digging in and finding stuff that Louis was, Simmons was talking about back in the 80s and I just started gobbling everything I could um, I had never heard the term Accelerative strength or absolute strength, any of that. I mean, I was, I knew nothing. And so the first thing I did was like read and and digest everything I could. The second thing I did was, was get my hands on uh, an apparatus. Like it would let, I got, I bought a gym aware. Um, And so that I was able to like figure that out. And um, but when it started to click is when, when, when most of what I was seeing was affirmed And then, and there were a couple of things that I was like, man, I've been looking at that wrong my whole life. Like I've been thinking that was doing this and it was not, it was doing this. Um, And that's when it started to click that there are a few things that my eyes were lying to me about um, that I need now They don't right? Like now that I've learned, I I see it and I see it different. Um, So it started to click when I started testing it on myself. Um, And then, and I was sore. That's what's crazy. The first, the first session I did it. I was so mad. Cause it was the bar. I was at like 70% and it was slow and I couldn't figure out why. Um, and it's because my whole life I've been squatting to the sticking point, surviving the sticking point, and then just like cruising through the rest of the lift. And in order to really make VBT work, like you got to accelerate out of that sticking point. Um, and so that's when I, so I was like, all right, I'm going to fix this. And I started accelerating out a single point. And I, I'm telling you, I was so sore. I couldn't walk upstairs. And that's when I knew I was like, man, what have I been doing? Like how much top end velocity have I been sacrificing even in a back squat? Um, and that's when it clicked for me. That's when I realized that like, if you can get kids to do what my, my coach told me as a kid, Hey, I want to hear the weights jingle at the top. That's a verbalization of finish right finish the lift accelerate through the sticking point if you could get kids to see with their eyeballs and a front like in your ears like tell them I want you to come up so it jingles at the top or I want you to come up so fast that that screen turns a certain color um, that's when it clicked for me that I could make kids thinking shift from how much to how fast and and when that when that clicked that's when I went all in on on DBT um, the other technologies, or things that I, I just like, I I followed that same pattern. It's like, man, this kid looks toast and I can't figure out why he's toast and what it is like, all right, aura ring. Let's put an aura ring on this person and be able to look at their, look at their heart rate variability or look at their, how much REM sleep they're getting or what's their blood pressure like all those things and be able to see that. Or like, gosh, this kid, I swear, can move moves like he's moving sluggish in the game, but he's not moving sluggish in practice. Let's put a catapult on him and see if we can identify. So it's, it's really just like finding te- technology that objectifies what my eyes and my ears are seeing and sensing so that I can then like replicate what works and stop doing what doesn't. Um, the, all I was doing was sensing what was happening and I had no way to change it. Um, this technology just objectified what did work and what doesn't so that I could stop doing it. So when I do a force plate, when I went found the force plates, I've been badgering Jordan for a year about moving faster once the bar gets to the knee. Well, now I can like affirm or not affirm if she is or isn't. And that is great for her. It's great validation for her. And it's really great for me to know if the training plan that I put in place actually created the change I was looking for. So technology for me isn't isn't primary, Technology is just the affirmation of whatever it is that I'm trying to chase down or I'm seeing and sensing as a coach. Uh, I think that's, that's great. And
0: you nailed it on the head. And and I've talked to a few sports science coaches at the collegiate level. And I feel this is a very well thought out process. And then everything you got going on um, could easily outmatch or, I'll do most of what I'm seeing. And that's
1: the hope, right? Like if you're a high school strength coach, I want my kids to go to wherever they go. If they move on to the college level and step into a program and be the strength coaches or the sport coaches dream, because they've already, if, if they've been, if they can snatch really well, and they've used catapult already, and they've used VBT already. I'm pretty ha- like pretty convinced that like wherever they go, they're going to be above the curve, right? Like they're going to be, oh yeah, we did that in high school. Oh yeah, we did that in high school. Oh yeah, we did that in high school. Like that's what I want. I want my quarterback to go to the to go to the university and and, and set the freshman clean record. You know, that's what I want to do. I, those things. I'm trying my, my absolute best to give to college programs athletes that need very little coaching that can can fit right into a system.
0: We'll be right back. Woodway is a company that has been designing and building treadmills and equipment for the long run since 1974. Each of their treadmills is designed with the revolutionary slap belt running surface, which is both lightweight and durable. It is specifically designed to absorb energy at the point of impact, eliminating harmful shock to joints and connective tissues. 100% of the NFL, NBA, and MLB teams, and 60% of NHL teams utilize Woodway products to optimize their training. Woodway's Curved Treadmill was released in 2009 and boasts a completely self-powered manual training experience that does not require any electricity. This unique piece of equipment allows athletes to run at any pace they choose and burn up to 30% more calories than the regular treadmill. Other unique offerings from Woodway include the Curve Trainer, Curve XL, Forefront, and Pro Treadmills. Each treadmill offers features that are fit for every athlete. The silent and energy-efficient product from Woodway has resulted in 50% electricity savings for owners. If you're looking for equipment that is built to last and will improve and provide each of your athletes an experience like no other, check out Woodway today at woodway.com. Uh, and it's great to hear, and I know we were talking a little bit beforehand, but you know when I see my athletes come through, you can definitely tell the difference between an athlete that had a really good strength coach in high school uh, and an athlete who who's never been in the weight room before and it it can be kind of detrimental to the the first person like we're always gonna take our time and develop them, but you know the the athletes that come in that have good strength coaches, they're just a step above and they get there a little bit a little faster and they're able to contribute more to the team. So that's appreciated. And I think that's something that uh, a lot of strength coaches, you know, in the high school um, you know, sector of, of our, prof- of our profession should strive to. And I think that's good. And I think it's great that you're showing how to build a, a quality, you know, program that has both solid coaching and also just like the sports science to back it all up. And I think it creates a, a well-rounded athlete. And I think we need to get more of that into the high schools everywhere. But I think it's good that you're kind of leading the charge there. So you are killing it. on both like on the team setting with the high school and then in middle school and in the private sector. So what's some advice that you'd give to a coach? that's looking to maybe start their own business. Cause I know it's a completely different animal and it's, it's uh it could be tough as an you know, entrepreneur and trying to do your thing. And especially for the fact that you are so good at building competition, weightlifters versus, you know, just not another boot camp. So what's some advice you'd give to those coaches that are looking to start their, their own, you know, gym or, or their own weightlifting club?
1: Yeah, I would, I would, there would be two or three things that I would tell them one, don't try and be everything to everybody. Um, pick your niche and be really great at that. You can, you are able to add to that niche once like that flywheel is kind of already rolling, you know, like once it's running its own thing and doesn't need as much care and regular investment and, and from you, And then you can deviate a little bit, but that process of it getting to a place where it's generating income, it's self-sufficient and it's like reliable, isn't going to happen in six months. It's going to happen in, I mean, if it happens in five years, you're doing something really well. Like it might take a decade. So don't spend a decade wasting your time on 10 things, (laughs) pick one thing and be really great at that one thing. And I, I would encourage that coach that by letting those other nine go, you're not a failure right? Like I remember letting those things go and, and I hadn't quite reached the goals that I wanted to in those other fields or other things. And I remember thinking to myself, like, did you fail here? Like you're giving up on something that you had a goal and you didn't meet. You're not a failure. You're, you're minimizing so that you can be really great at one thing. You likely would not have reached those goals and those other things if you're trying to do all 10 at once. So pick one thing, be really great at one thing. It's going to be slow at first. That's the point. Um, remember that like overnight successes are also overnight implosions. And so people who are people who are big spikes, they showed up on the scene. And next thing you know, they're the hottest thing in in three months um, are also cannot be the hottest thing. Three months later, I've watched weightlifting clubs do that, like be the hottest thing in the world. And two years later, they don't exist anymore. Um, And so like be okay with moving slowly, be okay with that process taking a long time. If you're gonna build a business, make sure you have other sources of income so that you don't have to depend on you don't have to make it happen fast. Um, and let it grow slowly because that slow foundational work of a small business will set you up for inevitable struggles that will come your way and also set you up for um being be, longevity, being in existence for a very long time. So patience, don't be a flash in the pan, be be the long grinding like slow processed business that will will build a big base and then grow regularly. Three percent growth every year is the best thing that'll ever happen to you. If you grow by three percent every single year <clears throat> and you've grown by 30% in 10, you're you're doing something right. And so I, I think that's where you as a small business owner, pick your niche, don't feel like you're failing in the places that you're not working and and be prepared, like purposely plan to go slow. Definitely. Definitely. Now, what would some
0: advice be for the other side of that coin that you, you definitely balance very well is the, uh, you know, strength coach trying to work the both the strength coach working the way up in the, in the team setting. And also a first time director, like you're, uh, and, I, and I, I definitely tell my interns, like it's a heavy burden, like when so many different people, rely on you making the right decision. Cause you know, you got, you got assistant coaches and everything. So what's the advice for the younger strength coach working their way up and advice for the strength coach that's in the director position?
1: Yeah. I think the strength coach that just started is working their way up. Um, don't try to be great at something you're not, not already great at. Uh, don't Don't get this like desire to be really good at X and immediately apply it. Like, walk in with what you're good at and be a professional and be a master of what you are, like you're like, what you're uniquely gifted to be good at. There's some people out there that can run me in circles with med balls or run me in circles with arm care or run me in circles with speed and agility training. And, but I, I, the worst thing that can happen to my athletes is I see that and my pride raise up and now I want, I'm going to be better than that person at speed and agility and better than that person at med balls. And, but no, don't do it. Like, you, cause you, you, again, you'll spread yourself too thin and you'll be below average at all of it. Like put your, put your stake down on the one thing you're really good at for me it was Olympic lifting. Um, and then start to build around that, but put your stake down on one thing. If you, if you're the master of teaching and developing the squad, like build around that and, 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 and make sure you're upfront with that in anywhere that wants to hire you. Like, this is the thing that we build everything around. And so know that like, that's who you're hiring. So that they don't hire somebody thinking they're getting a med ball guy. And then they find out he's not a med ball guy or a girl, you know, like you don't want that. Like, that's how you end up with no job. And so like be, be transparent about who you are and build your things around what you're already good at. The person who ends up in a director spot that like has to, has to juggle like reporting to athletic administration and also, you know, coordinating with head coaches, um, and practice programs and, and all of that. Um, the, the best thing that any of that person can, can do um, when they like find themselves in that chair and are looking at this thing in front of them that feels massively overwhelming is like, don't look at the whole thing at once. Like, that's a terrible idea. Like, set time to work with administration and sit down in your athletic director's time and, and get to know him or her. Set, set specific meeting times for sport coaches. Spend time with them. Don't look at try to try to manage it all at once. Like, manage it in small bites. Um, my, my mom told me growing up, you know how you eat an elephant? I said, no mom. She said one bite at a time, same concept, right? One bite at a time. Don't, don't get overwhelmed by how much you'll find that. Like you'll get to the end of the week and you'll look back and like, gosh, like I got a lot done. I got a lot of those things knocked out. Maybe nobody gets to the bottom of the checklist, but like you'll get a lot more done when you're, when you're managing in small bites. And also like, if you're in the director's spot, I cannot emphasize enough finding people that you can rely on to be helpful. I have two great assistants. They're both sport coaches everywhere else, but they are in the weight room with me every single day. And having sport coaches in the weight room every single day is massively helpful. I mean, (laughs) I had to leave the weight room to do a a, a meeting with a, with a couple uh, potential, like a couple parents on middle school strength and conditioning during football back squat maxing. It's like, if if you've ever been around a football team at all, you know how crazy that is. Back squat maxing, it's like it's like releasing hyenas to a bunch of rotten meat in the weight room. It like. It's like the craziest moment in our, and, and I had a guy that I, that PR is, you know, five Oh five was a big deal. The weight room's going, and I'm not even in the room. Right. But I could trust the men and the women that were in that room at that time that allowed me to go do this meeting, even though they were back squat maxing. Now I was jealous. I wanted to be in there cause I'm, I'm similar to the hyena. Um, but like having people that you can trust to be there and do it and you've trained them well, that's a really big thing to develop. That takes time. But if, if you as a director, develop people that you can trust to write programs, develop people you can trust to run the room the way that you've designed it to run. And if you're not there, that you have faith in the ability to do it. That's uh,
0: uh, some of the best advice I've heard on here for a while. That's uh, it's a, it's it's absolutely true. And um, it, it is a bird. I always say that to my interns, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. It's uh that when you, when you, it could be daunting to manage all that, but, Like you said, if you break it apart and just focus on one thing at a time, it it gets done. And then trusting people in there that, you know, that can get the the job done is, is crucial. And I think that's a very important advice. Now, you know, if you could pick up the phone and call Spencer Arnold from five years ago, what would you tell him?
1: Um, I would, t- I would tell him everything I just told you, right. Nice. <laughs> Stop <laughs> you trying go. to be a bedball coach. Stop trying to be a flyo coach, <laughs> be the Olympic lifting guy. That's probably the first thing I would tell him. I would also tell him to, I would prioritize my own lifting. Um, that would be something that I'd probably, I would, and then I would, I would tell him to get up earlier. Um, I've always been a guy that gets up early, but, um, and get up earlier and go to bed earlier. That's probably what I would tell him. Um, best thing I've ever done is to start my day way before everybody else does, um, I get a lot done. I get a lot of things done for me that will not get done in the other part of the day. Um, and I also get some lifting done. Um, so a lot of things done for me happen before everybody else wakes up. Um, that's the first, and then I think ultimately I would tell him that he's, he's that he's you're five years away from something you want to be. And when you're, when you're there, you'll be five years away from something else you want to be. Um, but I've worked back on those programs and they're awful and they're bad. A bad, bad, like I laugh at them, Nat, but it's but like I wouldn't tell them to write it differently. Write it like I mean, because you learn like it, that process is so good for any strength coach to write really bad programs. <laughs> And then get better and look back like, golly bum, that's terrible. I promise you I'm going to look back on mine now and be like, gosh, what were you, why did you do that? Like you could have done this instead. That process though, like keeps strength coaches humble. Um, I would never, I would definitely not go back and be like, stop doing this and do this instead because the process of learning it, um, and dealing with parents and dealing with sport coaches, like that whole process. Um, one makes you into the person that you become and two, like is part of what, like what, what makes strength coaches humble and great. So I probably wouldn't take those moments away. I would just probably tell me to be a little more Olympic based and get up a little earlier. Yeah, no doubt. That's some good ones. And, uh, I'm learning that too. I was just prioritizing sleep right now. And, you know, I got three kids and, and, the, yeah, and all the job it on the way, man, I got, um, my life's about, to, I finally, we got two little girls. I got a baby boy on the way. So hey, congrats. There you go. Yeah. It's, uh, same boat. And I'm like learning to prioritize.
0: I'm like getting too old to not be able to sleep. So I go to bed <laughs> early. Yes. No, no doubt. So, um, what's something exciting that you got planned for this next year coming up what what's, uh, what's in the pipeline that you're really excited about?
1: Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's just a lot. Our sports teams at Hebron are like really tra- I'm, like, I can't, I can't compliment Taylor Davis enough. Our athletic director has like we're 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 sharpening the like we're at the tip of the spear I think as far as like where our athletic programs headed. So I'm just really excited to see our sports teams excel. Football team is gonna be great. Basketball teams are. Great. I mean I love where we're headed directionally for that. Um, we start Olympic qualifying the end of this year, so in December. So the Olympic qualifying process starts for all my athletes in December. So our first international competition is next month. It's in July in Colombia, and so like that's kind of a primer. But then in December we start Olympic qualifying. So that's a rat race. Um, I love the chaos. I love the high pace. I love the speed. So, like, I'm excited to get into that phase again. Um, you know, ju- you know, having just done it for Tokyo, I'm excited to get in that phase again. So, uh, both like being able to watch our sports teams do really great things and just like being, you know, just I want to charge the field every time they do something great. Um, And then, and then, man, I just can't wait for for Olympic qualifying to start again. That's for sure. No, I definitely love the chaos because, you know,
0: that is, I mean, you're doing two full time jobs as as one as one person. And that's pretty cool that you get to, you know, take your athletes to other parts of the world. And like you're you're talking Olympics right now. You're not talking, you know, just to your local competition. I think yeah. that's
1: that's a cool feeling. Now, if you're out, if you're listening to this and you're chasing the Olympics, there's not one of the top five moments of my life was walking out on the platform at the Olympics in Tokyo with one of my athletes that I started with when she was like 18. Um, it like took my breath away to be there with her. So, um, yeah, I love them both. I'm lucky enough to have I mean, Hebron, Hebron just does a great job with letting me flex in and out to, to be able to do some of those things. So I just love that school. love those, love those people, but, um, yeah, you're right. It's uh never, never, if one thing's crazy, the other things, n- hopefully not. If there's ever a time when both are quite crazy, like I'm in trouble, but so luckily it tends to flex back and forth.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Now, if any of our listeners want to reach out or see what you got going on and, uh, and I know your Instagram pretty well. So you got a few of them. So what's the best way, uh, our uh, listeners could, you know, find out more about you or ask you any follow-up questions.
1: Yeah. Best, best easiest way to reach me is spencer at power dot That's, that's an easy email to get me. Um, if you're looking to like, see what we do, we have power and grace performance as an Instagram that probably, if you're looking for Olympic weightlifting, just go there. If you're interested in the high school strength stuff, honestly, just go to, we have a, a thing that's Hebron strength as an Instagram. That was great. But I would honestly just follow, um, Hebron athletics, like find Hebron athletics. Cause they do a better job than I do of like showing all the things we're doing and, and publishing good stuff. Um and then our website, powerandgraceperformance.com, um, or Hebrew Christian Academy. Um, both of those places you could Google um to kind of see what we're doing more of. But um, yeah, if you have it, guys, I, I've neglected to mention this entire talk that there's there's probably 10 or 12 coaches. That deserve all the credit for everything that I just said. I mean, there's coaches from the time I was 12 to the, to right now that are still investing in me um, that deserve all the credit for anything that I've ever done. And so um, the best thing I can do, if you're interested at all, learn about any of that, Spencer at powerandgraceperformance.com. I'll probably email you back and just say call me because I'd rather talk to the phone on the phone with you or come visit me. Um I, I just I I do I would love to invest in you guys. With anything I've learned, as much as people have invested in me, no,
0: and I appreciate that, Coach. And and you can definitely tell just by with all the information you gave and and letting us know everything you got going on. So, you know, I appreciate you being on the podcast today, and and thanks for taking the time to explain it and how how it's happened with you and in your program and how things are going and uh it's exciting it's exciting to watch what you got going on especially with between your business and 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 athletics so we appreciate that appreciate you as well this is fun join the thousands of coaches across the world that are part of team builder nation the incredible online strength conditioning software provides a toolbox for features for all coaches at all levels One awesome feature is the 1RM Max Tracker. Team Builder makes tracking maxes easy for any method since you can record and store max data, project 1RM over time and use the stored maxes to determine prescribed weights for an exercise and have access to the visual reports so you can see the maxes over time. Other features include an updated messaging platform and the ability to create sports science questionnaires for athletes or clients to answer on their own phones that's right that's sports science data in the palm of your hand start your free 14 day trial today by using the promo code chalk that's promo code c-h-a-l-k and begin programming with the software built to fit any level strength coach in any setting team builder prides itself on putting the customer first and offers affordable pricing with subscription plans starting at just 50 dollars a month for more information on everything that Team Builder has to offer or schedule a 30-minute demo with Team Builder Expert, visit teambuilder.com and let them know Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 sent you. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being a strength coach is difficult and someone once said on our podcast, we pour so much into helping our athletes become better, but we forget who's pouring back into us to help us become better. Without a healthy mind coaching on the floor, programming and maintaining the juggling act that we call life can be difficult. The good news is the therapists at BetterHelp are here to help you. Therapy can be whatever you want it to be. Maybe you need the tools to help you keep motivated or maybe you're feeling burnt out from long days in the weight room or you just need someone to talk to. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist at a time that works for you. We have a very busy schedule as a strength coach and the last thing we need to do is be driving to an office and sitting in a waiting room. Simply log into your account and message or speak to your therapist from anywhere at a time that works for you. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp also assesses your needs and will match you with one of over 20,000 therapists in their network. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and make your mind your best asset. We train to keep our bodies strong and resilient. Now it's time to invest in our mental health too. And as a special offer to Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 listeners, you can get 10% off your month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash chalk. That's betterhelp.com slash C-H-A-L-K. And thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you to our great guests for taking the time to share their experiences. Thank you to Play and Team Builder for being great companies that help our profession. And most importantly, thank you, the listeners. Please find us on social media at Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Find our show notes on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to say hi. It's great to hear from coaches from around the country. Talk to you all next week on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0.